0: Welcome to the Healthy Matters Podcast with Dr. David Hilden, primary care physician and acute care hospitalist at Hennepin Healthcare in downtown Minneapolis, where we cover the latest in health, healthcare, and what matters to you. And now, here's our host, Dr. David Hilden. Hey
1: everyone, Dr. David Hilden here, and today we're going to wrap up the year with a fun one. I was recently a guest on the Knock Knock High Podcast with none other than Dr. and Lady Glaucomplegans, We had them on as a guest in our bonus episode of Season 2, and now they've returned the favor or paid me back, however you want to look at it. We're rebroadcasting that episode here, but check out their podcast as well. Will and Kristen were really good partners through all of this, and so be sure to give them a look, especially if you haven't yet seen Will's TikTok videos. They're a riot. We'll put a link in the show notes, but before we get into that, I wanted to address a particular question we recently got from one of our listeners. Of course, if you've got a question for me or any of our guests, give us a shout. You can email us at healthymatters at hcmed.org, or do as this listener did and give us a call and leave a message at 612-873-TALK. We'll have all of this in the show notes as well. So here's that question.
0: Hi, Dr. Hilden.
1: You don't know me, but I feel like I know you. I've listened to you since you started with Denny
2: Long, however many years ago you at the fair. I mean, you just do a great, great job. Podcast is great. Dr. John Cole's podcast was fantastic about
0: emergency medicine, as were all the others, but he was certainly a personable person. My question is, for a future episode, I've been hearing that the government recommendation for salt
1: intake, uh, we should have two to three times more than what the government says. Um, if you could address that, that would be great. If, if that is something of concern, I, I don't understand for so long, you know, decreasing, your self-intake. Now they're saying salt intake should be increased two to three times more. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, Carol. Thanks for being a long-time listener, and thank you for this question. It's really a good one. What you're asking, I think, is how much salt is healthy for the average person. There is a recommendation, and it is 2,300 milligrams of daily intake of salt. Now, it is also true that most of us get way more than that. And salt in excess has a lot of harmful effects on your body. It's not good for your heart. It's not good for your blood pressure. It's not good for your kidneys, for instance. So, no, it is not usually recommended that people ingest as much salt as we do. In fact, we are almost always telling people to get less. And that advice has not changed for many, many years. Now, there are some exceptions. There are people with exceptionally low blood pressure who get dizzy and have some other symptoms. And for those people, their doctor might be putting them on an increased amount of salt in the diet. But that's a very small number of people. The vast majority of us get too much salt. And it's from places you might not even expect. It is from canned foods. It is from box foods. It is from prepared foods. It is added to things that you might not think of. That bagel you're eating, it has a load of salt in it. And maybe you didn't even think of that. So what we tell people is minimize added salt for your in your diet. Taste your food before you try it. Maybe you don't need salt. Maybe there's some other spice you can use. So don't add much salt And then read the labels. Stick to the outsides of the grocery store where they don't add so much salt in the whole unprocessed foods. And uh, the the recommendation is a pretty good one. 2,300, it's a good amount for most of us to shoot for. Again, thanks, Carol, for being a longtime listener and for sending in this great question. If you've got a particular question for me or any of our guests, feel free to reach out and we will do our best to answer it in a future show. But now let's get on with our conversation on the knock knock high podcast with Dr. and Lady Flecken. I hope you enjoy it.
2: All right, we have Dr. Hilden here. Can I call you David? Is that okay? That'd you go, be David? great. Yep. Or do you want to do more formal? I mean you are oh, David's uh, good. David's You are an internal medicine doctor. You're you're fancy. You're but smart. But he's also You're also dressed much nicer than me. Wearing but he's a coat. also a
0: Minnesotan. So I feel like, you know, very friendly.
2: Is that what they're they're, they're, they're Minnesota?
0: Minnesotan, yeah.
2: Is that yeah?
1: Oh yeah, we're very yeah. First of all, that was a good O. Oh, that was a really good. <laughs> oh, we got to get that straight right now. It's Minnesota. Thank you.
0: I've been and practicing. We, we go out in
1: Minnesotan. the boat. And you can call uh-huh. me okay. David. David's good. Although <laughs> internal, internal medicine people are a bit nerdy, but uh, but uh, but we can keep it casual. You
2: are. I like your aesthetic. <laughs> so for people who are just listening, you know, you got the coat on. You got mm. you, you're dressing down a little bit. No tie, just an open collar, and you but you got the nice glasses. I'm always. I'm a big fan of, of a good pair of glasses. So I I applaud you on your choice of frames there. You know,
1: the, well, I appreciate that coming from a guy who like. Takes care of people's <laughs> eyes, and I have I have really really bad eyes. So this these glasses, if I were to go on the side view, it's just like one of yeah. the bottom of a Coke bottle. It's pretty bad.
0: Yeah. Can you guess the prescription? Uh, this is his party trick.
2: Let's see. He's kind of looking at me a little bit dead on. Turn your head a little bit to the right. Uh, uh, you're you don't have a real strong prescription actually. Well, in one eye I do. This one I oh, do. Oh, I've okay. got multifocals. I got the whole the whole shooting match. Yeah. <laughs> He oh, got it all. He's See, stumping you. But I, oh, yeah, he, I think he's hyperopic. Are you hyper? Are you farsighted? You look a little farsighted on that left eye, like a plus. That could something. be. My
1: left eye is everything sighted. I think <laughs> gotcha. the eye is not shaped right. It's you know I've mm. got a refractory problem. I had a. It's surgeon, just all messed up. All I right. had a surgeon work on my eighteen-month-old lateral rectus muscle, and I know you can oh. be impressed that I know what a lateral rectus muscle is.
2: That's pretty good. That's pretty. Good. I forgot
1: about it in med school. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, there's other. Do you know all the uh, extraocular muscles? Are you familiar with with how many are there? Do you know? Do
1: you uh, oh, there's there's um, uh, there's six of them.
2: That's pretty good. Yeah, oh, is that's that, that right? good. Yeah, that's, that's good. good. That's and perfect.
1: Know, I, and when I do patients, I, I like I make an H in front of. them. Aren't you supposed to make an H in front of them and see if they
2: all work? That's really extraocular that's, movements. That's better than most people. That's that's fantastic. There you go. But I've not ca- told
1: you the sum total of what I know. That's it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, now I compliment you on your glasses. You're an internal mess. Can you compliment me on, I guess, my, what, my liver function? Or is it, it, yeah, it, I was going to
1: say, your liver looks mm-hmm. really good. I can't see the the lower edge of your liver.
0: <laughs> so, Let, let's not tempt fate, shall so, we? <laughs>
1: <laughs> His
0: internal organs haven't really been kind. Yeah, and your A1C looks
1: <laughs> terrific. Both of your A1Cs look really good. I Uh-oh, can see it right. from here.
2: <laughs> well, I want to. Uh, I guess if you, if you're, if you weren't talking to us, would you be in, in, on the wards right now? Do you? How much clinical medicine do you practice at this point? So
1: I'm about twenty or thirty
2: percent only now, because uh, okay. I have an administrative job. So I'm the
1: chair of the department of medicine now, somehow or the other. Uh, My condolences. Put, yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah. You know that has been like six months I've had that job, and uh, so I I have a couple hundred doctors I have to corral. But I see patients in the clinic here at a big county hospital in downtown Minneapolis. And then I am in the wards just two or three weeks a year. That's
2: now how was that? Was it an agonizing decision to go uh, the administrative route? Or were you, uh, was that something you wanted to do? Was it, uh, um, were you coerced?
0: How did this happen to you? And do you need help? (laughs) Yeah.
1: um, uh, I don't know. And yes. (laughs) No, I would. I was, for the last few years, I was in a hospital administrative job. You know, we're, a, yeah. we're a, a, you know, a, this big hospital, but we're just a single hospital. We're the county hospital we have. We're like this big, huge, dysfunctional family. And I thought, well, I'll be, the, I'll be on, the, on the administrative team. But that got to be meetings and meetings and meetings. And I, I swear to God, we would have meetings to plan the meetings. Mm-hmm. And it was agony. Oh, I, I shouldn't say that in case my, my bosses might be, <laughs> might be listening to this. But um, I loved that job.
0: Yeah. No, uh, but
1: So now then I got back into, I took a year long breather where I just saw patients in primary care and yeah. I, I just did A1Cs and heart failure and all that. And that's what yeah. I did. And then uh, I do tend to talk a lot. I do tend to do a lot of public relations for the hospital. So now as the chair of the department, it's much more of a people job and less meetings. So gotcha. I've canceled all the meetings to plan the meetings and it's much yeah. better. Now. <laughs> now, how Don't long? forget
0: the meetings to debrief about the meetings.
1: We have those too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like, end, this, yeah. it's, like, it's like this this. problem we have. It's pathologic. We have a meeting to plan the meeting, <laughs> and then we have the meeting, and then not the right people are at the meeting. So then you have a meeting to debrief the meeting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a recovered academic, so I, I feel like this resonates with me. I You're
2: have totally no idea no what either of you are talking about.
0: <laughs> you don't have to do that?
2: I am private practice. We, uh, we all l- equally loathe meetings. I feel like and yeah, maybe in an academic setting, there's some people that maybe kind of like the meetings. I mean, I'm just throwing that this out there. That's a
0: strong, strong statement.
2: I, I, I don't know. I mean, you, you're, you I, I could tell by the look. <laughs> it's oh, a look on, of disgust on, on, oh on David's face here. He's, exactly. He's, and then you know, I'm at does at the, not I'm, agree with me.
1: No, not at all. I'm at the I'm on the faculty of the medical school, and so then we have then we have meetings to talk about promotions, and then we have oh my goodness, it's ridiculous.
2: So how long have you been at the this uh, the Hennepin Healthcare, which is the safety net hospital you mentioned? Right,
1: right. I've been here about 25 years and we're, um, it used to be called Hennepin County Medical Center. Before that, you know, about a hundred years ago, there was like a giant house in downtown Minneapolis, which is a dirt road, I assume, and it was the city hospital. That was like in 1890 or something. That grew into the general hospital, which grew into this county hospital. And now we're down here on eight city blocks in downtown Minneapolis. And uh, we have two helicopter pads on the roof. It's this big, sprawling campus. But deep down, wow. we're just this county hospital, sort of the uh, staffed by a bunch of Dr. Martyrs down here who are caring for uh, uh, lots of vulnerable patients. And it's actually the best place to work. I absolutely
2: love it. Is it the only county hospital in Minnesota? I mean, I was, is it? I could, yeah. Probably the largest, I have to assume.
1: Right? Yeah. Yes and no. You know, there are lots of little critical access hospitals, but we're we're mostly yeah. a state of one big city. Yeah. Mayo Clinic, a little ways south of us, and then a bunch of oh, trees yeah. and lakes and deer.
2: That's I heard all about we have. Yeah. That place. Yeah, you have
0: heard of them? <laughs> yeah. Maybe heard you know of them. about that. It's kind of once or twice, maybe.
2: Yeah, I've, I've never been to. i I have been to Mayo, and I, I don't. I, I went to interview for residency there, and um, the one thing I really remember the most is just walking in. And it's just marble as far as the eye can see. <laughs> I assume Hennepin's similar. Is yeah, that... we're just
1: like that. We give <laughs> yeah. art
2: tours as well.
1: No, that's <laughs> a funny thing though, because here's the: I actually love um, art in he, art as part of healing. And so you go right. to Mayo, and I love Mayo. I love Mayo. Nothing of course, we st- all do. Yeah, yeah, but they like literally have. Picassos and things, like the originals. It's, it's incredible. It's, oh, it's wow. beautiful. Yeah, you can get an art tour and a history tour. You come to our hospital, we don't have that. We have like two yeah. dogs, you know, a velvet dog thing and they're drinking out of a hose. But we have hundreds <laughs> of pieces of art here.
0: Not even a proper bowl. <laughs> no, exactly. It's like
1: it, it's just one notch above dogs playing poker. And, <laughs> <laughs> but we do, um, when we built our new clinic building it's six stories high, it's beautiful. It's this nice glass building. It's the only new building we've built in years. We have four, five, six hundred pieces of artwork that people donated. And they're lovely. They're mm-hmm. just not Picassos, but they're done by employees and local people. So it's, uh, you know, I really think the, the power of art in healing is something that even here at the county
2: hospital that we need to have. Yeah. Yeah. What is it that kind of just keeps you, I mean, guess what, what fascinates you? I don't know what the word is, but what, what, is, uh, what is it about the county hospital, the, the working there, being in that environment that is so appealing to you?
1: Yeah, uh, that one I think about a lot because you know, and I do this to the people in my department. I go, "Why do you work here? You know, hospital." <laughs> I
0: was right? going to
2: just say that. Yeah. yeah. Why, yeah. Why, why do you work here? <laughs>
0: that's hosp- something like you can only say internally, right? Like you can't make fun of someone else's brother. Only that person. Exactly. Can make fun of their brother. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That
1: is exactly it because you know I do literally say you know, and everybody knows this. So I'm not telling them what they don't already know. The hospital down the street is paying a lot more than we are. They really are and um and they don 't have some of the uh, more challenges that we have but but our patients are generally lower income, not all but generally lower income there 's a lot of immigrant population non english speaking people. We see a ton of people who are experiencing homelessness and I you know I can look out the window and see some of our patients unfortunately and but at the same time, our patients are kind and they 're grateful and they 're wise. And they're forgiving mm. of our frailties, you know, and our, our health care systems. Frailties is maybe a nice way to put it. Uh, <laughs> sure. They're, they're forgiving of that. And, you know, and I have patients, I have a Muslim patient who he goes, I'll pray for you today. You know, so I got a lot of people praying for me, which is probably a good thing. Um,
2: and we have people that's, that... That's, that's got to be a, a, a perk that you probably sell to, to people coming in to, to get... Exactly. It's you know.
1: very mission driven. And, yeah. and frankly, it's a riot. I mean, it's fun to work here. It really is. There's never a <laughs> yeah. dull minute. Our patients do the weirdest things. And they, they're um, uh, not for any fault of their own. Uh, they're just, we just have a cross-section of humanity. And it's a yeah. wonderful cross-section of humanity. And they don't look like me. They're not Northern Europeans, Scandinavian, Minnesotans, you know, they look like the <laughs> world. And I love that. And so that's yeah. what most of our people here are like. And I did my training here all the way back to my training. So I've been here. Oh, really?
2: Wow. Yeah. Is it, um, you mentioned, you know, other hospital systems being able to pay more, you know, so I feel like all of us in healthcare, you know, we're always thinking about like staffing issues. I'm sure you more than anybody else, you know, in your role as an administrator, is it, have you found it hard to recruit people, either physicians, uh, nurses, you know, support staff, whoever it is, is it, is it more challenging in this environment? To some degree it is, uh- First of all, if people
1: aren't from Minnesota, it's, um, I've even been told this by physician recruiters. It's really hard to get people to come here because <laughs> all to Minnesota, con-
0: yeah. I, the, I, I, well, it's quite cold. There. There's, there's a bunch of lakes thinks. there. Yeah, it's
1: there's a bunch of lakes out.
0: It's beautiful,
1: but it it's is also beautiful. They tell me it's hard to get people to leave then. So, it's, mm. so you, it's hard oh, to get people to come here, but then it's equally hard to get them to leave because they found out that oh my God, we're in God's country here. This is this is where you want to <laughs> be. Uh, but to come to the hospital. I, I come straight out. I hire a lot of people. I hire doctors all day long and, and, and nurse practitioners and the whole shoot and match. And I say, I, I'm just blunt about it. Um, if, if maximizing your income is important to you, there's no judgment uh, from me. I get it. You might have medical student loans. There might be lots and lots of reasons. But we do pay a competitive salary. So I just set it aside. I put that part aside. I go here's why. Here's why we might be the place you want to work. You get to teach students, you get to teach residents, you get to care for a broad swath of humanity that needs you, and that really does resonate with a lot, a lot of doctors. And many of them say, "Oh, yeah. that's kind of why I went into medicine." You know, and, and yeah. that's okay with me. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Yeah, I would imagine a place like that. It's easier to see um, the difference that you can make in somebody's life. You know, like the the the. The difference that you are able to make in their life is maybe larger than for a population who's a little more, you know, affluent or homogenous.
1: Yep. I think that's exactly right. Um, you're you're 100% right. You know, and and we try, I always tell people, you know, when I'm hiring them, I don't want to hear any excuses about why you couldn't provide good care. Uh, I don't want to hear that they were, well, they didn't take their meds. Well, no, they sure didn't. And I don't want to hear, oh, you know, they were poor. They didn't speak English. Well, those are all true. Nonetheless. Do your best and do everything you can. And I think you really can make a a really big difference. Um, Yeah.
2: Now, who who is it that uh, you mentioned students? Is it University of Minnesota? Like who all comes through? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So when I, when I, it's University of Minnesota, we're an affiliate hospital of the University of Minnesota. And so it's, it's maybe several dozen of them here on any given day. I can see the university from here. I'm going to wave to them. But we're, uh, and then we have our own residency. And then, oh, gotcha. and that's what I did. So, like when I did residency here, it was, you know, we didn't have work hours. It was 110 hour work weeks, and I'm not even kidding. We did walk uphill both ways to and from work. And it doing, was were you doing your snow. own gram
2: stains? You doing I, your own gram stains?
1: We did our own gram stains, <laughs> we our own gram stains. We're spinning our own urines down. Oh yeah, we did all that. But it is true. I, I came into my first day as a trainee from the university. And, you know, I come in on a Monday morning. It's seven in the morning. I'm doing a surgery rotation. I'm terrified of that. I'm still terrified of scalpels and all that. And I, they said, okay, your shift ends tomorrow night at dinnertime. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's like mm-hmm. seven in the morning on Monday. And I call my wife and I said, I'm coming home tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> like, and she said like, Thirty-six what? hours from now, night, and that's what <laughs> training was, and that was it. I didn't have a toothbrush; I had to steal one from one of the patient, you know, rooms. So that was our training here, and then I just never left. And so we have students, we have residents, and then I just stayed on the faculty.
2: You're a lifer. I am a lifer. That's kind of darky, isn't it? <laughs> You've been all over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we've it's taken us all over the all, all over. over the place. Yeah. So you know, Texas. We've been like Hampshire a big to,
0: circle around the perimeter of the country, essentially.
2: I feel like we've always tried to get out to where we are now, though, Oregon. So, you know, we, we, we moved from Texas to New England. Like, we knew pretty quickly it wasn't for us long-term. Um, it, just the snow. My God, the snow. Um, <laughs> you didn't pick it up? You, so you were in, like, New
1: Hampshire or something. Or New, we
0: New Hampshire.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. You didn't it pick just, up ice fishing? or skiing? Seriously? Come on. Ice
0: fishing? <laughs> this yes! Texas boy. Yeah. It's not gonna be out there, ice.
2: Fishing. I walked out the first day it snowed <laughs> in sneakers, and um, and I was I was not ready for it. So, but then we wa- we got to the Midwest, and we tried to stay in Iowa after my training.
0: It's similar to what you just said. He told me that you know there's a good chance that we were going to be moving to Iowa for residency, and I was like, why? You know, <laughs> like yeah, I, exactly. The only thing I knew of Iowa was like cornfields and I don't know pigs, and so. Which actually that, is accurate. <laughs> it, right. I'm not wrong. <laughs> You're not it's wrong. It's just there are little, you know, there's, there's uh, pockets of Iowa that I did not know about. And so we ended up really enjoying yeah. Iowa City and, and yeah, did well, our best to stay there, but it didn't work out.
2: Well, her, her Kristen's parents lived in Illinois at the time. So we were, I, was, I applied to a bunch of Midwest programs. I applied at the uh, University of Minnesota, in what fact. What happened? Uh, you f- turned to, I, you, uh, I did, did not get an interview. Did you come across
0: his resume? You didn't. <laughs> I was not offered
2: an interview. I didn't. I didn't play up my uh, my love of Minnesota enough. I, I think. Thank you think All was, you needed to do was talk about you know the ice fishing. You should have said you know yes. what I can't
1: wait to take that big. I was going to that big drill bit. What do you call those things? An, <laughs> an auger, and you know, like yeah. and go through yeah. two feet of ice and talk about the walleye. God, you would have been their top choice.
0: Yeah.
2: I have a feeling you have that a similar conversation with patients often. Do you is that a big topic of <laughs> conversation around ice the wintertime? Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. Uh,
1: come on. Yeah. Uh, all the time. You know, what you're the fish <laughs> fighting out there and you know, you know <laughs> that's what we do. There's you know, um and you're from Texas, right? You guys are from Texas. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you just haven't experienced it that yet. You know, the, going out in the in the snow in your sneakers is not a bad idea. It's not problematic until you literally can't feel them, your toes, and then <laughs> then
2: you'll get over it. So, ice fishing in the winter. What do you what do you talk about in the summer?
0: Yeah, what do you have against summer fishing?
2: Well. I actually don't do much fishing at all, which makes me not a very good
1: But I, I talk about it a lot. You know, I, I talk right. about it. No, but no, that's what they do. There's lakes everywhere. There's, there's yeah. lakes. It's beautiful. See, it's, there's it's deer. Awesome. There's hunting. There's the twins. There's, you know,
2: well, there's all that mm-hmm. stuff. I did get one time I was invited to come up to Duluth. To do a thing.
0: Oh, Duluth is really pretty, but, but it w- it's very far but north. It,
2: it was in like February, yeah. And I, and I was scared. I I did. I was, and so I was like, I I don't think I can do it. You know, do you, you know lump that-
0: me in with this a lot, but this is your issue, really—the snow and
2: the cold. It's, mm-hmm. God, you're okay it's with it? Cold.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not my favorite, but he has like PTSD from it. And I yeah. say I'm not that bad.
2: Oh, let me ask you, David, do you have do you have tunnels yeah. underneath? Like underground. We more like we have
0: skyway. Like sky bridges, yeah. yeah skyway, skyways. okay.
2: Okay. The correct term Just, is
1: Skyway. Excuse I don't me, know I'm where they so came <laughs> up with that. But <laughs> no, you can get around downtown Minneapolis and never see the outdoors. And then you go over, and you know, there's all the yeah, so you can, but we're hardy, you know, if it's if it's above like five, degrees, oh, yeah. you're you're good to go. Shorts weather. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If
2: it's above 40, it's shorts weather for sure. That's yeah. a for
1: sure thing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I, wanted to, I want to talk with you about uh, radio. Yeah. Because you have uh, some experience here that I think a lot of people don't have, and which I think is fascinating. You are the radio doc. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah, so t- tell us your background in radio, how that started. I'm, I'm fascinated by this.
1: Yeah. So I was minded in my own business as a primary care doctor, you know, of stamping out diabetes.
0: All the di- best stories start that way.
1: Yeah, minding my own <laughs> business, once upon a time, stamping out diabetes wherever I could find it. I'm doing that. And so the hospital put out an all-points bulletin. and we're going to do this radio show. It's on AM Talk Radio. Who wants oh. to do that? And I have two friends. Still, they're still my friends. They go, well, you never shut up. You <laughs> should audition. <laughs> and I don't shut up very well. I'm working on it. I'm working on my listening <laughs> skills. So I go down there and I did some, some made-up thing about colonoscopies at the radio station and I got this job. And it's on what's WCCO radio, mm-hmm. which is an upper Midwest kind of a big deal. WCCO is the precursor of General Mills who makes Cheerios. Ooh. That's here. And so they had a radio station 100 years ago. It's this giant radio station that everybody listened to. I listened to it you know, growing up. If your mm-hmm. school's closed, it's on WCCO. So I go on this radio station and I talk to People every Sunday morning live about their medical problems. And they'd call in with everything. And I, it was an older audience, as you maybe could expect, mm-hmm. because who listens to AM radio on a Sunday right. morning? Mm-hmm. So I went over there and I did that show, my first show in January 2009. And wow. it's unscripted. It was an hour long of live radio. And people would call in. I would just answer their questions. And, and it, got, it went for 13 years. And wow. I did 676 so cool. shows. Every Sunday morning, live. And um, it was really fun. I'd get farmers calling in. Like They'd call in. (laughs) One guy called in a lot. And I can't remember his name or I wouldn't use even if I could. He would say, well, you know, it's 7 in the morning. 7 in the morning. I've been up for a few hours. And, um, you know, I'm having a little chest pain. But I had to feed the cattle. And, you know, (laughs) so this guy's out there. I just imagine this old guy. He's like in his 80s. He feeds the cattle. But then he has some medical question. But he had to feed the cattle first. And he would call me to get advice. So I, I really got a conversation with good folks in the
2: Upper Midwest. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah. that sounds. I, I I could have used that to they do research like a for my videos.
0: Hotline, right? Because the they don't want to leave because you know the right the cattle need fed or the crops Gotta need to come in fence. or whatever needs to be happening. So if they had a hotline to call, mm-hmm. maybe you could direct them in the right way.
2: That's uh, so you just recently stopped then you said it, it mm-hmm. went for 13 years so what It did go for 13 years and and you know did you just did you fix that did you answer all yeah, the there questions was no other problems you know there was
1: no other problems it's funny <laughs> it's funny you bring up Duluth though you brought up Duluth you know Duluth is going to be the one climate change safe city so you're going to love Duluth in about Kristen, 15 years
0: yeah, I'm into that
2: Kristen's a a, um, a, a, a am, amateur doomsday prepper <laughs> are well, you Cause, no cause I wouldn't say that doomsday preppers but she's not quite that bad
0: I'm not yeah
2: <laughs> but she, I she like to think of places. myself
0: as a rational, future-oriented thinker. <laughs> I think it's
1: just, that's exactly what you are. You're just thinking you. ahead and planning for what's going to happen. Well, Duluth, <laughs> right. you know, it's got it all. It's going to be like the climate of Kansas City. And it's going to be, uh, not that this Perfect. is any of this is good. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> None of this is good. But they've got a big lake there. There's going to be yeah. beaches. You know, it's going to be Duluth. And one time on the radio show, you know, I was new in the radio show. And some woman calls in and says, I have this sound in my ear. Sounds like a, you know, and she's describing tinnitus. She's, I've got this, this thing. It sounds like a foghorn in my ear. And I was new at this thing. It's live radio. I didn't know what the heck to say. So just what came out of my mouth is, well, you don't live in Duluth, do you? And Because Duluth has ocean going ships. And I was just trying to say, well, maybe you're actually hearing a foghorn. And so um, I and so <laughs> I said, well, maybe, maybe you don't have tinnitus. Maybe you're just living in Duluth. But I was just, I was just tap dancing on live radio because I didn't, yeah. I didn't know awesome. what she was talking about. But that's, um, that, I stopped it. You asked why I stopped it. Well, you know, 13 years at 7 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And although we had a pretty decent audience, you can imagine what the, the audience for AM talk radio is. It's, right. it's not exactly growing. And as much as I loved the listeners, it was probably the same listeners each week and we decided to try different things. So now I have a podcast. It's called Healthy Matters. And it is uh, mostly for the lay public, similar to the radio show, but it's produced now. And so I I can't have live call-ins. I do miss the live call-in part, but we we try to give trusted medical information to the community via the podcast. And all of this has led to all other kinds of media stuff. Where I can go on the news locally, just to give yeah. sort of in the age it, of misinformation, give a little good information.
0: Yeah, that is so desperately needed. So I'm glad you're doing that.
2: And it all started just because you you said, "Yeah, I'll try. I'll try this. I'll try it. Sure, sure.
0: I'll go try talk into a microphone.
2: You just say yes to some opportunities, and you never know. Of you, you could end up on AM radio. You never you could. <laughs> that's just, you that's
1: could. Right. And you know,
2: it's it's really ballooned. Um, you know, just from that. I remember the, you know, so
1: the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl came to Minneapolis know, a few years ago, 2018. It was pre-pandemic. So flu was what all everybody cared about was flu. There was no such thing as COVID. No one had heard of it. Everybody was definitely afraid of flu. And so I was on national news, you know, standing outside the stadium, which I can see also from my office here where the Vikings play and where the Super Bowl was. And I had ABC World News tonight, you know, talking to me do you think it's a good idea that all these people are coming together because they could get flu? <laughs> I'm like, so the radio show has led to some funny things like that. Like I'm, I'm literally, uh, I talked so much to so many people about flu and then obviously it switched to COVID, but it, it has resulted in things that I never, ever, ever dreamed I'd be doing.
2: You mentioned you tried out for this. Uh, who did you beat out for this job as an AM radio host? So I think, I'm not sure,
1: but I understand there was a psychiatrist. And a gastroenterologist oh. who tried out for it. And uh, I'm not sure you can make years, a decades worth of stuff out of the GI tract, though. Yeah. That'd and so be I think maybe tough. that guy could have been the best one in the whole wide world, but I got it because he's gonna talk about your intestines. You know, how much can you go right. with that? I mean, I that's think the, it was yeah.
2: smart to go with someone with a little bit more broad you know, yes. spectrum of of expertise. Like, what if I had gone for that? Like I would have been a terrible choice for that. Oh, yeah. Like how often can you I can kind of talk for you can talk for maybe a couple hours. You know, Could about you, like, the... like one, one woman calls in and she says something like, I, I swear
1: to God, she was having a stroke. I know she was having a stroke. So I have this little lady call in and she said, well, I woke up this morning and I can't talk very well and my arms weak and all this stuff. And, and, oh and I said, oh, honey, you need to not call the radio and you need to be <laughs> calling 911. And oh, so we no. did, we called 911. But I'm not oh, sure, honey, you know, f- I know that ophthalmologists are smart. Yeah, but I'm yeah. not That's sure that great. the whole breadth of 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 medical topics.
2: <laughs> I would have I would have fumbled the tinnitus uh question for sure. Like oh, it's, it's in the neighborhood, you are ears, yeah, it's eyes close. Eyes, close yeah. Don't give me too much credit here. Uh, I I could handle the stroke stuff though. I can I can recognize if someone's having a stroke. Yeah, yeah. Kristen could handle the stroke thing better I than you I could. Like, oh, you yeah. know,
0: I was thinking that, but not saying like even I know those are stroke <laughs> signs. <laughs> Learn your speech,
1: absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, well, no, but uh, Kristen, in general, I think you could handle that show better. And, and all due respect, better than the. Better than well,
0: oh, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah probably so. That's and true.
2: So, did people, um, when, whenever they came in to see you as a patient, like, did you ever get recognized for your voice? Has well, that all has time. that happened? Yeah, well, oh, yeah. that
1: still happens to this day. I'll have, um, well, during during the pandemic, um, I had many of my colleagues say, uh, I had this patient who just simply said. I'm going to get this this COVID shot because you told him to on the radio. So that happens all the time, all the time, all uh-huh. the time. But many times, um, uh, I'll have another colleague saying, "Can you can you come down to this inpatient room because Mildred is here and she's a big fan and she listens to you and she visited you at the live show at the state fair and she would love to have it." And I'm thinking, oh. You're gonna be so disappointed when I show up. You just, like, just some <laughs> guy showing up. I'm like nothing. You know, I'm not bringing eight by ten glossies. <laughs> you know, <laughs> to, to, sign, to sign. I'm just like this local county doctor that, but she listens every week, and she used to come out to the state fair. I did a lot of state fair shows. You know, yeah. What, what's the I mean, that's, that's big a Minnesota? In Minnesota. Thing.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, all over the Midwest, they got yeah. Like, the Iowa, Iowa one is state big, fair was Minnesota. a huge thing. They got the butter cow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you guys are from Texas.
2: I happen to know this because
1: I did a lot of the state fair things. The country's biggest state fair is indeed in Texas. Of
0: course. But Mm -hmm. Texas
1: cheated because the number two (laughs) state fair in the country is Minnesota's. This is facts. Yes. And more people go to the Texas state fair, but it's like 24 days long. And the Minnesota Mm -hmm. state fair is like 10 days long and it's almost the same number. So a quarter million Uh. people all pack into this fairgrounds. And but all the radio stations are there, including yeah. ours. So I'm sitting there on this little porch. It's very porch like. It looks like a veranda of a cottage, and I'm sitting out there with a microphone like this. And people come out at seven in the morning, and 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 I do the the show live from there. And and there's like goats walking by because <laughs> yeah. it's an agricultural fair. Like somebody's walking their horse and 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 then i'd have 20 or 30 people sitting right in front of us drinking their coffee egg coffee you know you make egg coffee that's a swedish thing and what is egg and, coffee oh, i don't know about egg coffee oh egg coffee you put eggs in there yeah, i don't know you know <laughs> like raw these eggs and then they're eating scones yeah and they and they've coffee. got cheese curds at 7 in the morning and there's like 40 people like who comes out at 7 in, in the morning maybe that
0: gastroenterologist would have been a good idea after all i he don't would know would have been a good idea there. So like-
1: absolutely <laughs> you do need your stomach pumped after going to the minnesota state fair i mean it, it's just it's actually um not fit for polite company to talk about what you eat at the minnesota state fair it's disgusting <laughs> oh, it's, it's, and they do they have butter sculptures and all that but anyways yeah. i'm sitting out trying to talk about healthcare, yeah. and often it was the little old ladies and my 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 radio listeners and they're showing up in wheelchairs and they're in their and so i had a pretty loyal following and i met them just twice a year at the state fair and many of them would be here in the hospital and so i would come yeah. visit them
2: for that oh that's so great what did I? I know it's it's Minnesota and everyone is like nice. It's like Minnesota. It's like you know people are. My, my point, of what I'm getting at is, <laughs> did people ever get mad at you? Like, did oh, you ever make any you know, have any difficult conversations live on the or air? Or is it
0: more like, well, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed in you. Yeah, is that more, more the like Minnesota it, that's style? What do, yeah. You
2: know? Yeah, we're very
1: so. They, there is a term called Minnesota nice, which other mm-hmm. people call passive aggressive.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> they have that in Iowa too. Iowa nice. Yeah, it's I think and, very similar. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. But you know, people I know that are from other places. I had a friend from Colorado born in Alaska, went to Colorado. She said, I can't get to know anybody here. You guys talk about how nice you are, but you're just a little bit hard to warm up to. That's what that's what she said. Mm. But people are very Of
2: course. It's like minus 20 half the year. <laughs> <Anyway>. Exactly.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah. Is that
2: it, a pun? Uh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. People <laughs> do get angry. Um, I've had patients do that. I had like a I, I had this one time. This, you know, maybe she was a little confused. I don't know. But she said, this is no way to run a hotel. And she takes the phone from the hospital room and <laughs> oh, throws no. it across the room at me. Oh, no. but I'm like ducking, you know, ducking it. But that was, um, she was. <laughs> well, she's that not was wrong. Not, no, she's not wrong. You know, and, you know, and, and because I don't know what I had done to uh, what my transgression was, but the phone came flying across me at the hospital oh, and my I goodness. ducked from it. But that isn't a typical uh, Minnesota nice thing. Yeah, generally. Yeah, it sounds like
0: maybe there were some other things going on in that case. I think,
1: (laughs) I think maybe there were some other things going on. Yeah, I had another patient. She, I think it was she. You know, know, we're going to protect the innocent here. I'm not going to say anything about patients because patients are um, the reason I'm here. I just love our patients. Mm -hmm. But I, I had a patient call. You know, the local TV news station to the to the investigative reporters to say how we weren't feeding patients at this hospital and. Well, she was having a surgery done. So she was, you know, NPO oh. and she couldn't have had a surgery. But the patients here are, like I was saying earlier, are absolutely positively the reason I'm here. And we just, we do attract kind of an eclectic group of doctors. You know, uh, mm-hmm. we're all just a little bit, um, maybe a little earthy crunchy because we're at the county and could, could work elsewhere just as easily, but choose to come here. Um, and um, the patients, I would say, are, if anything, more grateful. They're more kind. They're, um, they're just lovely. And frankly, the reason I'm here, I think.
2: That's awesome. I mean, it makes me want to move out to Minnesota. Should we go to
0: Duluth? It's <laughs> just like Portland. We'll be fine
1: I'm there. Sure. Is that a, you're out in Portland, right? <laughs> it's very That's similar. right. I
2: don't know. <laughs> so I was I out been... in Portland. <laughs>
1: I came out to Portland just like last year to visit some friends. I have a friend who's a colleague on the faculty of the University of of Portland in the business school. And we go out there and it's freaking rainy. It's it's raining. And they wanted to go for a bike ride. And we said, well, it's too bad we can't go for that bike ride. And they looked at us Uh, like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about?
2: Yeah. people. <laughs> so I've
1: got an umbrella. I was the only guy in Portland with an umbrella. Uh-huh. No yeah. one else, because they said it's just misting or whatever.
0: Yeah. yeah exactly. It, it, you go out in the in the mist, you don't and even the drizzle. Feel it.
2: You don't even feel it. It's just kind of you mm-hmm. just accept it as you're just gonna be a little damp.
0: <laughs> yes. all right. Here's the deal though. Does the sun shine? Uh, some of the months.
2: Right. Kind of.
0: <laughs> it's like trying to right now.
2: <laughs> you get you get much more sunshine, I'll say that. I think we do. You do.
0: We get the extremes. We get like no sun, just clouds for a few months, and then no clouds, just sun.
2: This is for such, the whole summer. This is uh, turning this into a very weather based This is such a, a, a Midwestern type of episode. We're talking <laughs> it, it, about the weather. Yeah.
0: Oh,
1: do you want to talk about the hot prices? <laughs>
0: no, I, how about some hot dish? Do we have any? You, oh, you how actually used a, the
2: correct term duck, duck, gray duck, or whatever the heck oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Isn't there? That's a, like a, a Instead of duck, 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 goose. duck, goose. It's like duck, duck, gray, gray duck. duck. I'm in awe.
1: I'm in awe of your knowledge. <laughs> Thank
2: you. Thank you very much. Because the
1: correct... I know this is probably exactly what listeners want to hear about, but, <laughs> but, but you are correct that the, the name of the, of the children's game is
2: Duck, Duck, Gray Duck. Yeah. That's And right.
1: all of the rest of you are wrong. <laughs> <on> what,
2: <laughs> well, let's take a break. We'll be right back with Dr. Hilden. <laughs> All right, we are back with Dr. David Hilden and uh, Minnesotan extraordinaire. No. Minneso- Minnesotan. Oh, that was better. Minnesotan. Minnesotan. He uh,
0: needs some work, wouldn't you say? Do you
2: pronounce the T? Do you yeah. like enunciate the T? So- no, it's softer. It's soft T? Soft Minnesotan. Oh, yeah, there, there you, you go. go. Right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so what I thought, uh, what I'd like to do with you um, is uh, do a little, a little activity, a little game that um, I actually don't have a really good name for this. We're just going to rank organs. Because one of the things I find so interesting about um, internal medicine doctors, actually, so imp- I will say impressive, is that you just you know so much about all these things that you can't see. You see, like I can look at the eyeballs; I can actually see exactly what I'm treating Only the
0: front though.
2: I I can look at, I can see everything. Oh yeah,
0: you have the torture devices.
2: Yeah, we can, we can, uh, anything we diagnose for the most, unless you're like a neuro-ophthalmologist, but they're like unicorns in ophthalmology. I I can, I can see everything that I'm diagnosing and treating. Unlike you who can't, and there's, there's so many things inside the body. And so I just, I, it sounds, it seems really hard what you do, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, why did you choose such a hard job? Yeah, you, I appreciate that because it allows us to sit around, and drink coffee, and eat
1: donuts and talk about stuff. <laughs> I, That's
2: you the love real doing reason. that, right? Got oh, your we egg can coffee.
1: make go all day <laughs> and long club. and drink coffee and talk about what we can't see. Well, you know the differential is really long
2: on that. Will you know? <laughs> let's go through it. Okay. Um, all right. So, so what I thought we could do, I I wrote down um, ten different. Internal organs. Okay. Right now these are all things that I don't have uh, a lot of knowledge about, just what I remember from med school. Uh and uh but since we're talking with a bona fide internal medicine doctor here, I thought we could do something that this is actually a variation of a game that's that's done on TikTok, believe it or not. So you are going to rank these, we're going to draw them randomly, and you have to slot them one to ten, all right? Mm. Not knowing what's gonna come up next or what's gonna come up later. Oh, okay. Okay. Do okay. I get CME credits for this? That's what I yes, want Yes, you do. Know. This is <laughs> yeah. a, definitely, you get all your CME. You can do, just whatever. Yeah, sure. Um,
1: okay. I think, okay. I'm ready to go. Is it going to you know, be like the optic nerve, the lateral no, rectus no, no, muscle? No, 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 no.
2: These are all, I didn't cheat. These are all things that are in the, inside the body that you can't see. Okay. I'm what would nervous. be considered internal organs? Okay? okay. Are you ready? And you say, and the the criteria is whatever you want it to be. It's it's your personal ranking. What just define that however you want. All right. This is Got very it. scientific. Yep. All right. Okay. One one being your favorite, the best. Ten being the worst. All right. Here we go. And Kristen's going to draw these randomly.
0: Ooh. So. Let's go. It's one, it's, it's, that's a heck of a one to start on the heart. Oh, number one.
2: <laughs> Ooh. All right. Do I have to tell you why or is it, you know, Yeah, and yeah, I can't well, change I, my answers abs- later. You cannot Correct. change your answers. No.
0: We're, and Will's writing them down. So you're not going to
2: yeah, do that. I'm keeping I think
1: it is number one because I kind of wanted to be a cardiologist. Oh, did you? Oh. Yes. It's so cool. It's got, it's, it's a, it's first of all, a chemical reaction that leads mm-hmm. to an electrical current, which leads to a mechanical pump. It's like the full package of engineering dorkiness.
0: That is true. Mm-hmm. I have never I've heard never it heard presented it. that way. What it is, it's very cool,
2: very uh, cool. Number one, I'm almost buying that. Okay, yeah, all right. So we got one out of the way. Let's go. Let's all right,
0: just a single lung. (laughs) You didn't say lungs,
2: well,
1: a a single lung. (laughs) I'm gonna go with number four.
2: Oh, okay, all right.
1: A a single lung is number four.
2: All right, (laughs) (laughs) number four is lung. I I do. Just for the record, I do know that there are. I do know that there are two lungs. I don't know why I just wrote lung, but lung is what I wrote. Is there
1: another sheet in there, Chris? Is there another sheet in there that says the other lung?
0: No, I think it was just a Freudian slip. I just wrote
2: down one lung, just whichever lung is your favorite. If you had to choose a right or a left lung to hold on to, you
1: know it's got to be it's got to be the. the, the right one because it has three lobes and the left um, one only
2: has two. And so
1: it's the better lung. And I've actually <laughs> held the lung and they're kind of gruesome. So I don't think that's why it's only number four. I know it's
2: important, okay. but it's got gotcha. you. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter how important it is. It's up to you. Yeah. It's whatever exactly. your criteria. Your
0: subjective are. Okay. opinion. All right. That's
2: right. Okay. Okay. Momentum. Momentum.
1: <laughs> you did study something in med school. <laughs> so momentum, I'm going to have to go with like number <laughs> eight. All right.
0: You're going to have to tell our non-medical <laughs> listeners yeah. what oh, is it's an omentum. It's,
1: it's part of your guts. It's you know it, it slides around in there, and kind of holds all the guts together, and it's kind of it's kind of at a high like hue sausage factor.
0: casing.
2: Uh, it, oh yes, that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of what. <laughs> something you might find at the Minnesota State Fair. <laughs> exactly. You can you can probably eat that if you if you deep fry it.
0: Oh yeah. Also, put some eggs in there.
2: oh my um (laughs) yes the omentum it's like a isn't it like a fat curtain that's what i was it is like like a Mm. fat
1: curtain in there your surgeon has to cut through it when they're you know when they're operating in you and it kind of holds things together yeah tissue sort of of your gut
2: but also seems extraneous Mm. Mm. it really does it really does you know
0: what if you didn't have it would you have a problem
2: Good question.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't you know, I think you, you things would slosh around in there a little bit. And if <laughs> oh, you don't, yeah. if you
0: it provides if, a little it, a little firmness that might be helpful. It does. That's it right. kinda
1: holds it kind of holds your bits together in there.
0: <laughs> hey, don't look at me like that. You're the one that put it in there. I did. <laughs> I All
1: can't right. believe you put that in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. And again, a single kidney.
1: Oh, kidney. oh <laughs> say, kidneys are very cool. So mm. kidneys kidneys are very cool. So I'm gonna have to go with number two. Okay. Ooh, Two on the I kidneys. The it's kidney. another internal medicine dorky thing, but kidneys do like ten things, and most yes. of us think they just make urine, but <sighs> they do like ten That's other things. I thought no, so, no, oh, oh, no. They're very cool. Um, and and. Yeah, that's number
2: two. So cardio, uh, the heart, and is takes the takes number de- one in
1: kidneys and number two. And and you'll find in internal medicine, people you'll get a cardiologist recommending one thing for the health of the heart, and it's always exactly the opposite of what the <laughs> nephrologist is recommending for the kidneys. That's why we often say things like, "Well, it's why the good Lord gave you two hands. <laughs> one of them is to get more fluid in the body because that's what the kidney doctor wants, and the other is to take more fluid off the body because that's what the heart doctor wants."
0: Wants. That's yours, isn't it? The cardiologist and yeah, the nephrologist that are and at war in your skits. Always, yeah. going
2: at, always going at it with each other. The salt. That's right. They, are, they never agree. <laughs> That's
1: right. Yeah. It's like, good grief. I have to pick which one of you I like better and take your advice and hope it's the right thing.
0: You're like the child right. caught in the middle <laughs> yeah, of divorcing are. parents. You
1: are, which I'm sure is great comfort to people <laughs> listening to this <laughs> That's show. Right. Exactly. All right.
0: Okay. Gallbladder.
1: Oh, gallbladder's got to be like number nine.
2: Nine, okay. All my
1: gastroenterologist friends are going to hate me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know you can
2: live without the thing,
1: you know?
2: Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's kind of cool. It makes these stones.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't What does it It do? does make these stones. And have you ever seen the stones?
2: Uh, what, I mean, I've seen like a, not, not in person, but I've seen like pictures of them.
1: Oh, you know, they got jars of them down in the GI lab.
2: That's great, Dr. Hilden. (laughs) Yeah. That's fantastic.
1: They do. They've got it looks like stones you'd go collecting on the seashore or something. They're these beautiful, colorful stones of various shapes and sizes.
0: Oh. Hmm,
2: Look at that. Like a like a pearl, but much grosser. Yeah. Very much so. If you didn't know what they were, you'd think they're beautiful. All right. So gallbladder's nine. Okay. What else we got?
0: Ooh. Spleen.
1: So so here's the deal. Nobody nobody, (laughs) Nobody knows what the spleen does. I See? mean like
2: That's what I'm saying. Yep.
0: Nobody yeah,
1: really, really knows what the spleen does. So, so this is a number 10 right here.
2: Number 10. Thank Am I giving you a 10? I think no you haven't. That Not yet. No, we got 8 9 10 omentum, gallbladder, <laughs> spleen. Spleen. <laughs> you <know, laughs> You're going to piss off some uh, hematologists here. Oh my here. god. Well, yeah,
1: seriously. But no, you know, you can do without it as well, although I'm sure it has a yeah. very important yeah. job in your in your immune system. And red cells and all that stuff, but you know it's a it is the often neglected organ, even in internal medicine.
2: <laughs> oh, poor spleen! Oh,
0: the poor spleen. I don't know what it does
2: anyway. So, but then you like the spleen is also weird because you can get like little what are called splenules. Mm-hmm. Have you heard yeah. about that?
0: I've heard that word before.
2: Yeah, it's like like little baby spleens that go growing in. Yeah,
1: they it can. It, it's thing. it's a yeah.
2: You
0: like can, you offshoot, can have shoots or like I don't know inside itself. <laughs>
2: It's just Wow, they're just there. There's like little spleens everywhere. It's kind of gross. They grow in the eyeball, I think. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. Eyeball? That scares me, though. I think that it might. If you have a, a splenule in your vitreous. <laughs> no, nope,
1: we don't want that. I don't that. think they grow there. I don't, we think don't they want do.
0: that. Okay. Oh, I'm not sure how to pronounce this one, but I, I'm going to give it a shot. Seacum.
1: Oh, you're cecum.
0: <laughs> Oh, did I get it right? You did. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, you, you nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do have to ask you
1: about your about the, the G.I. tract situation.
0: <laughs> yes. I think it's overrepresented in this game. The G.I. tract is overrepresented. Well, how many internal organs
2: are there? I mean, come on. It's like half no. of it's your G.I. tract. A lot of them. Well, now we're down to
1: subunits of your G.I. tract. I mean, your
2: sequence
1: your comes the... Most proximal part of your large intestine, or your colon. So we're, so it's a, it's right where your small intestine hits your you know you know your large oh, intestine, where your the, appendix hangs off of there. Yeah,
0: there's a valve.
1: The, yeah, there is the ileocecal valve.
0: Yeah, you got I remember it. that because he uh, asked our two year old to say that once.
1: Iliosecal valve. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, you're, This is, I, I like the vocabulary you're going with. with Absolutely. A okay, honey, say <laughs> and now. And she
0: did. She, she was did. like she freakishly good at language, and so he gave her that as like a like a. See you
2: she know, can do it.
0: Stretch one, but yeah, she did it. Well, where I don't do even you-
1: know where I should put this. I don't even know what numbers
2: I you have. Got, up. You got three, five, six, and seven.
1: You know, I'm going six because I, I you know, okay. I'm hoping to have the gastroenterologist buy me a round at Happy Hour or something. There you <laughs> go.
2: All right.
0: <laughs> Well, stomach.
1: <laughs> I think we need to talk about the intestinal tract with a certain ophthalmologist. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Stomach, we're going We're going seven. Not quite as okay. high as the cecum. All right. Because it's a disgusting situation. <laughs> it's just gross. But you do need one. You do need yeah. one. That's true. You but need I, yeah, one, it's... but it's just a churning point for disgustingness. Yeah. It
0: seems like it causes a lot of problems. You know, you got your... Yeah. Reflux issues and ulcers.
1: Yeah. It does. All that yeah. stuff. All that. although when you look inside of it, it's quite pretty on a you know, uh, you know, when it doesn't have food in mm. you know, it's just beautiful kind of pinkish thing when it's a healthy looking one. So it, it is it's it's quite nice. There you
2: go.
0: I've never at. considered what the inside of a stomach might it look is, like.
2: It is cool oh. to watch like an upper endoscopy and you 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 go and you see all the mm. the things inside of it. It's like when I was bits. trying to watch my. Well, no, not by that point. Usually it's all cleared out. But,
0: oh,
1: sure. You know. No, yeah, yeah. We make people clear it out and then it's as beautiful as the day we're born. The inside <laughs> of this thing, it looks lovely. And, and, you know, Katie Couric watched her own colonoscopy on the, yes. on the Today Show once. And so I tried to do that. You know, oh. and, and, I and of course, you know, I'm in my own facility. And so I know the nurse, I know the doctor about That's to, do the, to do the thing. And I said, I'm going to watch this thing. You know, I'm, I'm going to watch this thing. And so How they said, go. OK, count backwards from 100. You know, because we're going to give you some some anesthesia, some sedatives. I didn't even get to like 97. I, I was yeah. asleep
2: for the whole thing, so I didn't
0: get <laughs> <think. laughs> They're like, okay, sure, <laughs> you'll, yeah, sure you will Hopefully
2: are. they recorded it for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, I think we're escaping we, GI tract. You got
2: two more. Yes. You got three and five.
0: We're escaping... I think I'm them right.
2: <laughs> Actually, you're doing quite well, it's to a be honest. It's
0: definitive list. It, 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 He's getting them right. It's his is. own opinion.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. Okay, the liver. Number three. Hmm. Number three. So we oh, got heart, kidney. Oh, yeah. With confidence. That's the other thing. Because the liver, you know, the whole Prometheus story and all that. You know, Prometheus and his liver regenerated and it was eaten by birds and all that. And the liver can kind of regrow. And it does also about six or seven things. And so anything that does like multiple duties like that.
0: Sure. When the spleen can regrow, no one likes it. No one cares about the spleen. Uh, no did you cares know, about
2: Did you know the liver could regrow?
0: Did you know that? Uh, no, I don't think I did.
2: Yeah, it can't. I
1: mean, it's not like you're supposed. But that's what happened to you know in mythology, Prometheus yeah. steals fire from Zeus, and his liver you, he gets a lifetime of his liver. But it is an actual true thing that your liver can be partially transplanted, and it can the cells can regrow. Unlike your heart and your kidney, when yeah. they're done, they're, right? Your liver can do that, and it does so many things. I think a little bit of it's my own practice here. I see a ton of liver disease, and so mm. I see what happens when your liver doesn't. Yeah. yeah,
2: I mean, I'm on the record saying we should have two livers instead of a spleen. I'm just—we
1: should have two livers, and there's space over there in the left side of the body. You know, the liver's over on your right side. they, right. they could, That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah.
2: Could,
1: there you right. go. You're right.
0: right. What? What is the liver the only one that can do that?
2: That can regenerate.
1: regenerate? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It can actually grow back pretty well. I'm trying to think of. Well, your intestinal walls can Here's a, a, a anything that can get cancer. Basically, are things that can regrow because their cells are, are growing. You don't hear about heart mm. cancer very much, do you? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the cells aren't really growing that much. But you hear about liver right. cancer, intestinal cancer, colon cancer. So, the intestines Interesting. can. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting. There you go. All right. All right, last one.
2: This is a doozy.
0: Pancreas.
1: Oh, Pancreas.
2: So yeah. that's so
1: whatever what number do I got. Left? Slot
2: slotted into, into five. To five for you. Yeah, I
1: think that's probably pretty good since we have like five things in the GI tract <laughs> and the pancreas is too. <laughs> I think it comes in top among the GI tract
2: organs.
0: All right. Perfect. All
2: right. So here's your list. Heart, okay. kidney, liver, lung, singular, <laughs> pancreas, cecum, <laughs> stomach, <laughs> omentum, gallbladder, spleen. Yeah, there I think you that's go. a there good list. He a stands good bit, by it. The definitive rankings here. I
1: know. And I'm going to have to, with apologies to all my gastroenterology <laughs> colleagues, including the eight of them who work for me. You
2: know? <laughs> oh, ask. I bet they don't even care about the omentum themselves. Come on. like <laughs> uh, they don't. Let's be honest.
1: They don't care about the omentum. So, have you taught your kids about the momentum? I, I don't think I have.
2: Illness? I don't think
0: we've done that one.
2: That's that's high on my list of parenting things to <laughs> we'll do. We'll talk
0: about it tonight at dinner. Yeah, that's and right. if they can slip it into a sentence,
1: you know that would be really good. If
0: you're, I can't
1: even slip it into a sentence. And you ask me about it, but if you can get your kid to, they're they're <laughs> well on their way. It really
0: Looks like momentum, <laughs> Dad. <laughs>
1: yes, right. exactly. Yes, they're well on their way to a fulfilling life if they can do that at age two. <gasps>
2: Oh, man. Well, oh, we better. We fun. should probably wrap things up. All right. All right. Um, although I, I do want to hear more um, stories from Minnesota at some point. So we'll have to have you come back sometime. Great
1: hanging out with you guys. You know? Yeah. And, and you should come to, if you come to Minnesota, I'll show you around. You need to ice
2: fish. I yeah, think we're going to have to go ice fishing, okay. I think. All right, fine. Maybe <laughs> I will come to Duluth in, 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 in February. February.
0: Yeah, Bucket I bet that's things. the best ice fishing in the world. <laughs>
2: What kind of what are we what are we catching when we go ice fishing? Walleye.
1: Oh, walleye. It's the state fish of Minnesota.
2: Okay. Come on now. All right. Oh. <laughs> it's good so eating. You lightly
1: it? bread it. You fry it up. It's really good. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: well, um, uh, so your the podcast is uh healthy. Matters. 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 and healthy healthy
1: Matters you can find podcast. it at healthymatters.org dot um, and uh, or. The proverbial wherever
2: you get your podcasts. That's right. There you go. Healthy Matters. Check it out. I, I've been on. Oh, oh, we do that together, right? Yeah, we yeah, yeah. did. Yeah, we were on Healthy Matters. That's that right. That was when we first met. Loads
1: of people have listened to the two of you. And, oh. and I appreciate you being on the, uh, being on the Healthy oh, Matters great podcast time. and for having me on here.
2: That was a great time. And uh, also, you're on Twitter or X. I am I DR David it.
1: Hilden. Yeah, I think it's called X.
2: DR David Hilden. Anything else you want to promote? Uh, uh, just Hennepin County Hospital? In yeah, general? if you're
1: ever in Minnesota, you know, uh, I would like to tell people, you know, look out for your county hospitals. You know, we yeah. have a hashtag around here that we just all kind of know we, with a wink, you know, hashtag county. Um, you've got loads of people, not just in this city, but in every city mm-hmm. across the country who are doing um, really wonderful work for people who deserve the best care that this country can offer. And people are doing great health care everywhere. But a, just a big shout out to those who are doing it at a Safety hospital.
2: That's Absolutely. right. All right. Well, thanks a lot, David. Good talking to you.
1: Good talking to you both. Thanks. Right, well,
2: see you next time. These
1: two cracked me up, and it's been a real treat getting to know both of them. If you'd like to hear more, be sure to listen to the bonus episode from Season 2, where they're on our show. That about wraps it up for the show and this year. I really want to thank you all for listening. Thank our fantastic guests and all who make this podcast happen. Happy holidays and happy new year. And as always, be healthy and be well.
0: Thanks for listening to the Healthy Matters podcast with Dr. David Hilden. Got a question or a comment for the show? Email us at healthymatters at hcmed.org. The Healthy Matters podcast is made possible by Hennepin Healthcare in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and engineered and produced by John Lucas at Highball. Executive producers are Jonathan Comito and Christine Hill. Please remember, we can only give general medical advice during this program, and every case is unique. We urge you to consult with your physician if you have a more serious or pressing health concern. Until next time, be healthy and be well.